Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 128, Marinus II. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. Hey everyone, today's Pope Marinus II falls into the similar pattern as our last couple episodes of good holy men who are basically appointed pope by the dictator of Rome, Alberic II. To his credit, as I think we've mentioned before, he seems to have picked worthy holy men to be pope, but they also happen to be men who wouldn't chafe too much under Alberic's political control of Rome. Marinus was a Roman. He was the cardinal priest of San Sericio at the Baths of Diocletian, and he was elected pope in October of 942 and consecrated on November 11th of that year. Most of the documents we have of Marinus's papacy fitted into the same mold of that as his immediate predecessors. Marinus seems to have supported the reforms of the Benedictine monasteries, which started at Cluny. Many of the surviving documents at his time have to do with the privileges granted to monasteries in order to reform them or to cement reform. He turned the monastery of St. Paul's Outside the Walls into a Cluniac monastic group in order to bring reforming movement closer to Rome. And likewise, he continued the reform movement in Germany and France, started by Leo VII by confirming the role of the apostolic vicar that Leo had appointed for those territories. Now, we have a story about a letter that Marinus wrote to the Bishop of Capua that shows his reforming mindset. Apparently, a particular church had been promised to the monks of Monte Cassino, a Benedictine monastery, the Benedictine monastery, really. But the bishop wanted to give it to a particular deacon. The bishop was apparently not very interested in religious things at all. He was more of a political wheeler and dealer. And the deacon was going to use the parish grounds as a summer house and was planning on living off the proceeds of the parish without even serving there. So Marinus reprimanded the bishop strongly, both for his worldliness and for the plan. So, like our previous couple of popes, we see with Marinus that the dark age of the church wasn't as dark as we had thought. It's still pretty bad. A dictator in Rome is forcing the selections of the popes, but they're not all horrible. Horace Mann gives us a quote from Cardinal Baronius, the great church historian of the 16th century, who writes, Marinus gave himself up wholly to the inner life of the church. He strove to reform both the secular and religious clergy and devoted himself to the repair of the basilicas and the care of the poor. So that sounds pretty good to me. Pope Marinus II died in May of 946 and was buried in St. Peter's Basilica. He was succeeded by Pope Agapitus II, and we will talk about him next time. Thanks for listening to Habemus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com, or you can find us on iTunes. Thank you and God bless you.